So we're going to talk about the devil Lil Nas X was grinding up on in that one creepy demonic video. Let's get into it. I'm Audacious Adri. I'm a 30-something, don't be nosy, <laughs> from upstate New York. Go Bills! I recently moved to California to cure my depression and follow my dreams. Navigate with me, will you, through all of the things in this COVID kind of world. I have so much to say. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Audacious Adri. Welcome to the Audacious Adri show. So we are, we're here, we're here. Um, so many things happen in a week. Like when I think about the things that I've done from the last time I recorded this episode to this episode, like the newest episode, it's really hard for me. Like the weekends go by and I don't even remember what I do. I never know what day it is. I'm always confused. It's only literally as of midnight, it'll be a week, a week to Thanksgiving. It's just truly stressing me out. And I really don't have time to be stressed out because like, stress ages you and I'm already in my 30s and I don't need extra age lines or anything indicating how old I am am I right (laughs) okay I'm I'm like already getting ahead of myself welcome to the show um let's see how was my weekend I don't remember I truly do not remember oh okay it was fantastically amazingly beautiful in LA it was like 90 degrees it was so hot um I made sure that I soaked up all of the sun I don't know if I talked about this before I joined the gym because it was getting cold and I was like well what am I supposed to do like about my exercising because I've been enjoying Miss Mother Nature's free 99 the aspects of her freeness and it's like in LA nothing is free parking costs money breathing costs money um looking at stuff costs money so like I was just taking in the one thing that is essentially free and that's you know that's good old mother nature but it's been like chilly so I was like you know what I'm getting fat and it's getting cold so like why not so I joined a gym And that's been really, really good. I really love going to the gym. There's so many cute guys there. (laughs) No, but like I joined a gym before the pandemic. Like I hate, I've always hated the gym and I joined it before the pandemic and look at what happened. So I was like, see, see, this is why I don't want to ever join a gym again. (laughs) But I joined and I'm really happy that I did it. It's like something about taking all of your frustrations, taking your your excitement, taking just everything and bringing it with you to the gym. It's truly, it's one of my favorite things. And it's so funny because I often do like the ellipticals and stuff and it monitors your heart rate. And like sometimes when I do cardio, it's like, And it depends on what I'm listening to. And like, ew, I'm such a weirdo Christian. Like, I literally listen to sermons. I listen to them because 
I generally, when I'm listening to content, it's like 15 minutes, it's like 10 minutes, or I'm doing like my own research, I'm reading something. So listening to a sermon gives me like an elongated time to listen to like one one piece of content and I love it and it's so wild because usually I'm doing cardio and the machine will be like slow down slow down your heart rate's going up so I'm like that's so funny you would think that like I would put on like some Beyonce or some Lizzo or like some hip-hop or something and it's like I haven't listened to to I don't really listen to music like that anymore I listen to one listen I listen to the same Kira Kiki Sheard song every day (laughs) it was in one of my uh, my most recent reels if I haven't made one between one between recording this and putting it out um, it's called You by Kira Kiki Sheard. I literally listen to that song every day. It's literally from 2004. It's like, I don't even know, but it's like so old. It's my favorite song. And I recently discovered the, the album by her called This Is Me, which I totally forgot about. These folks just love interrupting. So rude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I totally forgot that she came out with this album called this is me let me tell you how old this album was this album was from when i think when we lived in atlanta and i was still riding around in the car with my mom so that's how old this album is but you know what y'all it slaps and it's so good so i say all that to say that um it's been really good getting a workout and listening to like some really good preaching like I've been listening to T.D. Jakes which I'm like I grew up on T.D. Jakes so like I remember listening to him a lot as a kid so I'm like "Eh," you know I've heard a lot of his sermons but like he's been on point and just like whatever whatever I'm like I just say God just be the be the DJ and when God DJs it's always something good so I would encourage you all to let the Lord be your DJ but like, like, what do y'all like to listen to? Do you like to listen to music? Do you like to be quiet? Do you like to read? There was a lady reading a magazine the other day. And I was like, that's so cute. I love that. So I shout out to the lady reading a magazine. Do y'all ever read or read a magazine while you're working out? That would never work for me because like I get motion sickness and I probably pass out and then have to sue the gym and like it wouldn't be cute. So let's get into today's topic. Okay, my idea was to make this like a mini episode because like I have been, it's just been getting longer and longer. Like I just tend to just get longer winded as the days go by. And I'm sure, I don't know how y'all, I I feel like we're in a generation where everything is like quick, quick, quick. It's like popcorn this and TikTok that. And like everything is so quick. I just said how I like to watch like under 20 minute videos all the time on YouTube. So it says a lot, but I know that these tend to get a bit long, so I kind of want to make this a little quick. But, you know, I have just been immersing myself into learning more about the demonic realm, and I know, fun content, right? It's been real fun, real 
fun researching this, but I've been watching a lot of Anointed Fire videos, who I absolutely love. Her name is Tiffany. Please follow her on YouTube. She's incredible. I've also been watching um, this guy, Dwayne McLean TV, DMTV, and he's not necessarily, like, he doesn't claim to be a Christian, um, and he does have explicit language, so please, um, you know, if you are sensitive to you know, cussing, I probably wouldn't recommend him, but he does a lot of decoding the, he does a lot on the occult. Like he talks a lot about the occult and like how demonic the music industry is. And it's so, I've watched like so many of his videos, like his videos are like no longer than like 20 to 20 to 40 minutes and then anointed fire goes for like three hours like she's very long-winded so I love it like I I sometimes pause her videos or I just watch them straight through and a lot of the times though I have to pause and like think and like meditate and just like because it's just so good so for the past couple of weeks it's just been like those two back to back and it's just amazing to to have the knowledge of of what these folks are doing the the bible says that the lack of knowledge um people perish for the lack of knowledge and there are things that i didn't know i mean i've grown up in the church my whole life but there are things that i didn't know about the spirit realm that i'm learning now and there are things that i had opened myself up to unwillingly there are things i opened myself up to willingly but there are also things that I opened up myself to unwillingly. And it is so important to know what you're getting yourself into. And it's like, I know that I have listeners that don't believe in God and don't believe in Christianity and don't believe in this stuff. But like, come on, anything that makes a person kill another person, rape another person, hurt a child, you have to agree that that is not normal. You have to agree that it's not something that just happens. And I think a lot of this stuff is so normalized, like especially with like what we watch and listen to. It's it's desensitizing us. So when we see things like squid games and people being just brutally hurt, we get desensitized to it. But I think that we have to remember that that is not normal. Okay, and when we see... Somebody like Lil Nas X, who I've talked about on this channel before, taking it from behind from freaking Satan himself. Like, that is not funny or cool. And what it's doing is desensitizing us to the things that are actually happening. And it's like, there's a thing called predictive programming, and it's something that the Sim- I grew up watching The Simpsons. I mean, I've watched The Simpsons religiously for probably 20 years. And there is that concept of them like predicting things, but they're not predict they are predicting things. What they're doing is they're putting it into your subconscious so when you see it, you're not like startled by it. You're not moved by it. You're like, "Oh, okay, yeah. There's a movie coming out on Netflix about cloning." I know I'm getting I know I'm getting super conspiracy theorist for you but I've Britney Spears has a song out. I was just thinking about Britney Spears. Britney Spears just got let out of her her 13-year-old slavery contract, right? Like we'll talk about I'm sure this will come up, 
but she wrote a song called uh, Mona Lisa and the song is literally like I've been cloned and she went on a radio station and without like telling any this is before the the conservatorship this would have never happened then they would have never let her do this um you know during the conservatorship she wasn't even allowed to leave her house without permission but um this is like this is probably like what sparked this whole conservatorship thing she wrote a song called mona lisa and it's literally saying like she had been cloned and she wanted to put out this record and she went on to a radio station and they played it you can look it up and like her handlers were not okay with it and it's like okay adri do you believe in cloning you know i believe in a lot of things that you folks probably do not believe in but i mean just look up things just look up things it's on the internet but that is not my point we're not gonna get into cloning because i know some of y'all are like okay and we're unfollowing that's fine and you don't have to believe in this but what i'm saying is like there are things in our media that are there it's hidden in plain sight these folks are not smart they think that they're slick but they're not and once you start to understand what you're seeing when when certain symbols and certain colors and certain numbers and things are just thrown in front of your your face, it's like ridiculous. Like now that I know, I've been studying this kind of stuff, I've been studying the occult for over 10 years, okay? And I may not be super like well-versed at explaining it. I can at least recognize things when I see them and point other folks in the direction of the experts. I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert in the occult. Is that, do I have 10,000? They say an expert is 10,000 hours. Do I have 10,000 hours of studying this? Probably. But, (laughs) but what I'm saying is I have a well-trained eye to see these things. So like to some people, they may see a checkered board floor and uh, pillars and um, pink hair and, animal print and they may say okay well she's got pink hair and she's got an animal print on like and there's a check up floor and there's um two pillars like I don't okay what is in a big triangle I don't care what does that mean every but I'm like okay so every single artist has it in their video every single artist has a, a photo shoot and with these things in it come on like we really have to be open to what is going on the bible says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind and even if you don't even believe in god like if you if you have experienced like any type of abuse or hurt from somebody you have to understand that is evil that's why like we don't that's why we have to forgive people and move move on with our lives because we have to know that like it's not just them it's really truly evil working in them evil manifesting in them and once you understand that you will be able to forgive folks and understand that hurt folks hurt hurt folks and 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 it's not them it's the spirits okay and I'm totally getting ahead of myself like I always do but I just I want to just urge you to open your eyes to these things and don't like I've said before don't be a sheep don't be a casualty of society don't drink the kool-aid like open your eyes and when you have the holy spirit when you truly have the holy spirit because I know many christians that 
don't believe in any of this and think it's crazy and this they they think it's stupid and baloney and they and they participate in the idolizing of these folks they in the idol worship they participate in all the things that Jesus says we're not supposed to do and they themselves have spirits in them that they, they need to be released but they refuse like a spirit oh I'm about to get ahead of myself like just like when you accept Jesus into your life like you don't give like Jesus just doesn't just do whatever he wants. Like you have to accept that. You have to say, Jesus, I open my heart. We do this every episode. We do this every Bible and tea with Adrian on Sundays at nine o'clock uh, Pacific time. Shameless plug. Like we have to give these entities free reign to enter into our lives, right? So there are certain things that open you up to the to the possession of of your soul. I know this is like super dark and deep. I I want to have this conversation with you, you know? So, I'm really supposed to be introducing the topic here, but I just I just basically went into the topic. <laughs> so, let's let's dive deeper into this. Okay, I feel like it's appropriate to start like right here. Okay, so what we've been saying for like the past like four or five episodes is like, okay, everybody born, every human born has a calling. Every human born has a a mission. And the reason why you're born is because God said, hey, I need John and Sally. I need John's wit and charm and Sally's beauty and, and warmth and maternal instinct I need those two to come together to make Marcus, okay? I need John and Sally, or wait, no, not to make Marcus, to make Mary. (laughs) I need John and Sally to come together to make Mary, okay? And Mary, God is is cooking up like, okay, Mary's going to be a nurse, okay? But she's also going to be like a, uh, a teacher, So Mary is going to, this is what Mary's going to do. So he throws in a little bit of John, a little bit of Sally, throws in this, throws in that. Okay, so Sally comes through. Sally's born. What up, Sally? Or what up, Mary? Sorry, not Sally. What up, Mary? Here you are. You're born. Okay, so God's word says that before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew you. So he knew what Sally was going to do. So Sally is born and Sally lives her life. Sally's like, ooh, a doll. I want, oh, mom, I want a, a Doc McStuffins doll. Doc McStuffins is this really adorable black, like, doctor. She play, She's a doctor to her stuffed animals. It's the cutest little show. Rude, rude, also very rude. There are literally nine motorcycles just coming through being so rude. Don't they know I'm recording a podcast? How dare they? Okay, they're gone. (laughs) So she's like, oh, I love Doc McStuffins. She's putting band-aids on everyone. She has a stethoscope. Oh my goodness. Uh, Mary always just loves being so, you know, she loves being medical, medicinal. And then, you know, we also have Mary... Mary goes to school. She's teaching little kids how to tie their shoes and teaching other kids their ABC. She's such a quick learner. But, you know, Mary turns eight years old and um, 
John and Sally break up and Sally gets a new boyfriend and Sally's boyfriend inappropriately harms our little Mary. So Mary gets, you know, Mary starts going through what happens when these things happen to you. Mary gets, um, starts getting very insecure. Mary blames herself. Mary experiences trauma and then she starts to go down this road she might become a bit promiscuous when she gets older and like Sally doesn't have the tools to understand you know what the she doesn't have the tools to understand the signs of somebody that had been inappropriately touched or 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 mary goes to her mother and says hey your boyfriend did this but sally doesn't listen to her and 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 then sally good grief i'm so bad with these names mary is looking for approval and love in all the wrong places because her mother is not you know believing her and her father's not in her life so she tries to look for approval and she starts meeting these horrible friends and then she meets older guys and then this happens and then she gets pregnant and then she does this and then she does that and then she is depressed because the same thing that happened to her you know happened to her mother happens to her or her or her new baby daddy is just like her father he you know and it starts this pattern and so the the love that mary had the the pureness that mary had first of all was taken away but then it, it domino effects into some terrible choices and then when mary used to be so little and she used to love taking care of her animals and she loved being maternal and she loved teaching that goes away because what she what she's now experiencing is you're not good enough mary you're stupid you're smart you're a slut Okay, you're not you're not cool enough. Look at you. You have a baby. Your life is over. You're a baby mother. You're a statistic. And and she just starts making these decisions that just line up with how she feels. God never stepped away from her. Yeah, these things happen to her, but they happen to her because God doesn't make we are not puppets for God. But you know who's a puppet? The freaking guy who put his hands on her inappropriately as she was a child. The man who slept with her and left her with a child that didn't raise that child. The friends that 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 mistreated her and called her names and and talked behind her back and in her front. Those all were puppets of the enemy, okay? And 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 it, every time that Mary was hurt, like God was there with her. It says that God will never leave us or forsake us. It says no matter what, God loves us and he's with us. But every time something happened to Mary, Mary fell away from God. She moved away from God instead of drawing near to God. And she, his covering started coming off of her. So when his covering started coming off of her and when she started to deal with her problems in an unhealthy way by drinking, smoking, having sex, doing whatever, doing OnlyFans or stripping or whatever she did to cope with her hurt, it drew her away from God and it drew her closer to the enemy. And the Bible says, I've said this literally every episode, probably for the past nine episodes, you give the enemy a foothold. He's he's a, he's a roaring lion looking to devour you. So she opened up the door. She was a pure, pure person. And then all these things happened to her. It opened up the door for the enemy to 
come in and, and, and allowed her to do these things, not forgive these folks, do these drugs, do this alcohol, have sex, you know, do all these things. And now the enemy is using not only the people that hurt her is using her. And now because of, uh, because God's covering is off of her, because she's opened herself up to the enemy, the enemy is now using her. So Mary, so he's, he's, it's like a, it's like a full fledged operation at this point. So Mary gets to her, to her final straw. She's at a point where she's like, who am I? And she, she, she says, she says like, she's tried everything. She's tried everything and nothing has seemed to work for her. So she cries out and she's like, God, God, help me, please, please help me. If you're there, listen to me. If you can, if you can hear me, send me a sign and and God does that for her and she meets somebody or she she runs into an old friend and that friend invites her to church and she receives salvation and she you know leaves all the the people that were were not doing her any good she starts a new life and she you know she's working she gets a new job she was working as a stripper and she said you know I'm not going to do a stripper a stripping anymore and she gets a job at footlocker I don't know I'm just making something up and all of a sudden she's like you know I'm gonna do this the right way and she's making her rounds like she's doing really well and she's you know a new hire but she immediately learns quickly the process of how to work at footlocker she learns to register she learns all the shoes you know she is is really well and she starts so new people it's a busy season let's say it's christmas time and new she new hires keep coming in and she starts showing them the ropes and then she gets she gets a a a a promotion and she becomes a, a manager and she's teaching more people and she's nurturing other people and she's growing all these leaders and then she realizes she's like you know what I don't really know what my calling is so she sits with a leader and she starts praying and asking God to show her and then all of a sudden one day she gets an ad or you know she sees a book for nursing and she's like oh my goodness hey nursing I think I'd be really good at nursing and and so she said you know I don't know I think I want to be a nurse but I'm not quite sure and she goes to the college the local college and she tours the college and she sees she's meets the meets the teachers and the nurses in the program and she's like she starts crying because she's like Oh my gosh, like these are my people. Like they talk like me. They're into the same things as me. I love I really want to be a nurse. So she so she applies, she prays, she applies to the program, she gets in. It's not easy for her. She struggles because it's so it was so easy for her to, you know, make money the quick way and to be around people that didn't challenge her. And she's around people that are challenging her. She's around people that are, are, are championing her and helping her. She's, she's overcoming these obstacles, right? So she, she overcomes her obstacles. She makes it to the, to the end of the program. She, she is helping freshmen come in. She gets, she does her clinical, she gets her job. You know, she does, she deals with her obstacles, but she she gets in the field and she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like this is why I'm here. And she realizes that like everything that she loved as a child, everything that she 
that she was into her Doc McStuffins, her watching TLC. Remember when TLC had like meta, was a medical a medical show it was like reality shows about like the medical field. She was like, oh my gosh, all those shows I watched, like I watched ER and I watched all the doctor shows and I love Dr. Oz and all of these things make sense because this was what I was supposed to do. And it it, just, it doesn't even feel like a job for her. It, it, it comes easy to her. And she realizes like, oh my goodness, I wasted all these years being a stripper, being a baby mom, hanging out with these folks that didn't care about me and doing all those things in this whole time, this was what I was supposed to do. And I feel like this is something that so many people have dealt with in their lives. So many people have wasted their time being hurt being angry, being sad, working jobs that they hate in industries that they hate, friends that really aren't their friends, but they're just with them because they're just, they don't want to be by themselves. They're in relationships with folks that they just figure, well, nobody else will want me. Nobody else will love me. I'm I'm used goods. I have a child. I've had this. I've had this happen to me. Nobody else wants me, but it's it's the the crazy thing about it is that like God wants you. God has never taken his hand off of you. Okay? And 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 the fact of the matter, the fact of the matter here is that the enemy knows your destiny. He knows what God has for you because he can see it in the spiritual realm. You're asking me, well, how can he see that? Yo, why do you think that these mediums and these psychics can get this information and you're like, wait a minute, how did they know? I used to see a freaking medium and psychic like every three weeks. I gave that lady hundreds of dollars. Because I needed to ask her, what do I do next? What do I do here? What do I do there? And let me tell you something. She was getting information, not from God, but from evil spirits that can see my life. They can see your life and they can, but what the, but, but the thing is the timeline is off. Only God knows the time. They can see, I don't know, I don't, obviously I don't live up there, but from what I know, there's a time, there's like a, I imagine it being like a snapshot of, of your entire life and they can see you, you reaching your destiny. Like we are, God has a plan for all of our lives. He already knows but what the enemy's job is, is to get us off track. It's like football. It's like God is the quarterback and he set the plays and he's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the ball to you. The ball is your calling and you're going to catch it. But what the enemy is, is defense. He's going to try every single thing that that he can so that you don't catch your calling and get to the end zone, which is your destiny. Oh, that is good. That is good. That is a good, write that down, write that down. The enemy's job is to make sure that you don't catch your calling and make it to your destiny. Okay. He's going to send a big 
buff dude, which is disguised as discouragement. A big 300 pound dude that's gonna try to knock you over that's disappointment he's gonna send another 350 pound stocky big smelly dude which is hurt and pain he's gonna set you up with all these big obstacles so that you don't get to where god wants you to be And the wild thing about your destiny is that you have everything you need. Okay, yeah, Mary needed to get her her, her degree in nursing, but she already had the interest. She already had the heart, the grace, because God has to give you a grace for your destiny because not everybody can be a nurse, okay? And not everybody is a teacher, but God already set her up for that kind of thing. She, that was her interest. So a lot of the times we go to these mediums because we're like, well, I don't know, and I need help, and da 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 and they will give you information that is not adjacent. It's not, it may be, it may have a truth to it, but it's not necessarily the full truth. Only God can give you the full information on your life, okay? The enemy only knows a, a small part, but God knows it all. And, and I'm just here to say that, like, we have to be mindful of these things. I really want you to sit and think about your life and think about what you were in. Like, people, we've been talking about calling. You know, I've been I've been trying to have this conversation with folks. And we've been talking about it at church. And, and I've been really strategically having conversations with people about this because I really think it's so important when you know I just had this conversation today with a good friend of mine I asked him about you know I'm 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 on this this fitness journey right now and I said you know I I I feel like I'm at my goal weight but there's like a couple pounds that I'm like really trying to knock off and I said well you know have you ever tried to he's a he's an prolific athlete and I said have you ever tried to lose weight and he said really just depends on the goal and I was like well what does that mean And he said well there are times in my life where I need to lose weight because I'm not performing the way that I need to perform he said sometimes like I'm if I'm doing a a marathon and I'm and I'm feeling like my knees are hurting it's because I'm putting too much pressure on my knees that means I need to lose weight and he's like well there are times that I am I need to bulk up because I need I need more muscle. I need more strength. And I said, well, what do you, how do you know the difference? He said, it depends on the goal. So basically your lifestyle will depend on the goal. So how you, how you maneuver your lifestyle depends on what your goal is. So he said, if I'm trying to bulk up, then I need to eat more. But if I'm trying to lose some weight, I need to eat less. So I need to, so when you're trying to eat more, your life is going to look a lot different from when you're trying to eat, when you're trying to eat less and lose weight. So, so essentially when you know your goal in life, you know how to set up your lifestyle to reach that goal. Do you feel what I'm saying? And I feel like losing weight is like always such a good, um, analogy because so many people struggle to you know to lose weight and and it's hard and it's like you can take if you want to lose 50 pounds you can go to the gym every day you can eat healthy you can portion control and it starts in your mind it's really your mind it's a mindset or you can go to dr miami and do the quick fix 
And it's like, it's your choice. And I think a lot of us just want to go to Dr. Miami for our, for our calling and our destiny. Some of us kind of have an idea. Like if we can sing, we're like, okay, well, I want to be a singer, you know? And they're like, well, that's why a lot of these folks do witchcraft in the industry because they're like, well, I want to be, I obviously can sing. I want to be a singer. I want, I want to be rich and famous, but like, that's not for everybody. Being rich and famous is like not a concept that's like sustainable for humans. Most folks that are in the industry that are famous, they hate it. They hate it. I just, um, I just saw a post by Lakeith Stanfield. He's an actor the other day. And he was saying like, he just did this really cool Western for Netflix. And he said every, he's like, I had the coolest opportunity to like work with live horses and like do this really cool Western. But he's like, every day I went home and I drink. He has the coolest job. People, I'm in a city where like every single person wants to do what he's doing and he didn't even like it. You know what I mean? It's like, just because, just because you're, you're, you're good at singing doesn't mean you need to be, you need to be famous. It's your calling. But like, I just said this the other day, today on my IG, I just said, follow me on IG, Audacious Adria Show, just saying, there was a tweet that said, a lot of, I'm paraphrasing, it's basically like a lot of folks in the corporate world, like in these, in these work environments, you're, you're basically, you're just kissing butt and you're, and you're pressing down on folks so that you can, so that you can lift yourself up. But he was like, the, the, the point of being here, the way to do it is to go, if speak up for those that don't speak up to those with power for those that don't have power. And that to me means serving. It's it's using what you have to serve other folks. It's shifting the atmosphere. And God places, even though you may be a fantastic singer or writer or dancer or actor and you may be working at Red Lobster right now, doesn't mean that God hates you and that your life sucks. It means that God has you at Red Lobster right now for a reason because there is somebody there that needs to be served you you like mary worked at foot locker but mary was still being maternal mary was still serving mary was still teaching and yes she's doing that as a nurse now but she was in a place at at foot locker to do exactly what she's doing as a nurse it's just a little bit different you feel what I'm saying here? So we all have a calling and we all have have gifts and no matter where we are we we have a responsibility to use those gifts to serve other people. And when we get mature and when we pass tests that we need to pass and when the time is right, God will elevate us to where we really want to be. But see, like you got to submit to God and you got to figure out or a- ask him to show you what your calling is. And then you will, then with his help, you can understand how your lifestyle needs to be situated so that you can make your way to your destiny. There's different there's different roles in a, in in a football game. You got your quarterback, you got your linebacker, you got your cornerback, you got your um your punter, well not punter, is that a role? Oh gosh. You got your all these cute guys in the <laughs> I know football, okay? I'm raising a football house. Like everybody has a role. And sometimes the, sometimes people, I know there's people that play two roles. There's, they play the cornerback and sometimes they play the quarterback. Please, if I'm wrong, please, I'm sorry. But like, 
you have a role in that game. And sometimes the role may shift, but the goal is still the same. The goal is to get to the destiny, right? So I just, I said a lot, okay? I know I said a lot, but I just want to read a couple scriptures for y'all. Um, I wrote some notes. It says, um, whether you call it spirit guides, ancestor cards, it's not from the Holy Spirit or the Most High. It's from the enemy and it can only be a piece of the puzzle. The timeline could be off. So be very careful opening up yourself to these things because I did it myself. I did it myself. And luckily I have God's grace and God's grace got me right back on track but zero out of zero would not recommend and leviticus 19:31 says that do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritual spiritualists for you will be defiled by them i am the lord your god uh, isaiah 8 19 says when someone tells you to consult mediums and spiritualists who whisper and mutter should not a people inquire of their god why consult the dead on behalf of the living why are we talking to dead folks about our future but about our future why why are we what for what okay First Chronicles 10, 13. Let's, this, is, this is it. This is the one right here. Saul, who was a, a king, a very powerful and rich king, Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance and did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. And David was like a teenager, a lowly teenager. God, God can bless you with if you realize you're calling and you're walking and you're calling you're doing what you're supposed to do but you start to do whatever and you start to do you start to do wrong you start to go to mediums and psychics and spirit guides and tarot cards and all this stuff god will can literally snatch your calling off from you and give it to somebody else since you don't want to act right God can literally do that. And then you got to sit and watch somebody that's less qualified than you, younger than you, rise to the top. And what if that just suck? You got to have the, 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 the rug ripped out from you. So once you know your calling, don't let it get to your head. Don't let it get to your head. And don't be like these folks in Hollywood who have a beautiful calling, but they've given it over to the enemy. They're using it to glorify themselves and glorify the enemy. And God has got something for them. I, I'm, not, I'm not being a judge. I'm just telling, this is the truth. We just lost a rapper today, Young Dolph, who was very talented at rapping and was actually like doing things for the community. He was like doing things for the community, providing for his children. And I'm, I, you know, sometimes the conspiracy theorist comes, comes out in me and it's like he owned his masters and was like doing a lot of things. So it's like a lot of envy. He got killed in his own home, hometown too. And it's like so funny because it made me think of this, of this scripture. It says a prophet is not honored in his own hometown. You know, I'm not, I don't know if he was a prophet. I don't really know much about this guy, but like I could see why that would happen. But look at how he tragically had to go. Had a wonderful gift. Could have been using it to glorify God. But his life was taken. A father. Somebody's father. You know what I mean? And it's like he he was definitely into that stuff because when you make it when you make it in the industry to where you're making the kind of money he was making, you you come on. Let's just be real here. 
Let's just be real here. And and the last thing I want to say is like, okay, you can say, well, I don't believe in the Bible, so this has no relevance to me. Okay, well, I just want to let you know there's a book called Proverbs, and it's filled with lots of interesting wisdom. Many of the songs you sing and mantra you believe and spiritual gurus you love have taken that inspiration from the Bible. So pick up the Bible and just read, just read Proverbs. Get some wisdom. Get some wisdom. But the same Bible, the same Bible says that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. But if you just like want some like, if you if you just want to like make it in life, like have wisdom, you know. And like, like there may be some things you don't necessarily agree with, but there are some things I don't necessarily love either about the Bible. But it's worth a try. It's a phenomenal book. And funny, funny thing, even atheists have read the Bible. Have y'all ever watched these atheists like question some of these preachers and pastors? These folks know the Bible. Read it. Even if an atheist will even read it, why can't you? Girl, even the de- even the demons know the word of God. Even the demons know the word of God. And it's like I just like if you I just feel like you should you should take my word on some of these things. <laughs> Take my word on some of these because you don't want to play the enemy's games, okay? Because his whole entire job is to steal, kill, and destroy. And when we got people out here making a mockery of it and doing videos with them of him having sex with them and worshiping them and putting him as their friend, it's not funny and it's not cute, okay? Because I've had my run-ins with him and it's not fun, have you ever have you ever had the spirit of fear come over you? Have you ever dealt with anxiety or depression? That is from the enemy, y'all. It's from the enemy. You know how I know that because I was suffering from depression and anxiety for the, like the last however many years and i and i seriously decided i said i'm no longer living this way and i read in the bible it says god has not given you a spirit of fear i said wait a freaking minute fear is a spirit what i've heard this fear there's a song that i've been hearing since i was like 5 years old it's like god has not given us a spirit of fear but the lord has given us power power of love his joy and peace, his happiness. He has given us a sound mind. Singing this for for 30 years, had no idea that it's actually fact. And I said, you know what, God, no more. No more of this fear. No more of this anxiety. The word, the, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, make your requests known to the Lord. The Bible says, be, it, it says, uh, cast your cares on God because he cares. And I, when I started to read the Bible, I'm like, wait a minute. So all these things that I'm experiencing, I actually don't have to experience things. These are burdens that I'm no longer carrying. Gave it to God. Quit my medication. I, You know, consult your physician. Consult your therapist. They're probably not going to want you to get off of it because, like, whatever. They make money off of it. But, like, truly, like, be, like, be safe about it. Like, I, I weaned myself off of. I know... I know myself. I have a lot of safe practices in my life and I felt comfortable to do these things. I would not recommend just like, don't sue me now. Let's consult your physician. But I'm saying like, if I can do it, so can you. Okay, if I can quit alcohol and and, and, and marijuana, so can you. But you have to make it up in your mind. You know why? Because I, I was aligned with Christ. I was aligned with Christ. I was, 
having intimacy with Christ. So I knew his voice. I know, I know what I'm supposed to do. So I'm aligning my lifestyle to be that way. If I didn't, if I didn't know, I recently just figured out what I'm supposed to do. If I didn't know these things, I probably would still be partying, drinking, smoking weed every day. Um, not taking care of my body, hanging out with fake friends that don't care about me. If I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing, I'd be doing all of those things. And I would not be anywhere to where I am now. And I don't know how long this is, but like, I just, that, I feel like that's what I want to say. <laughs> that's what I want to say. And I will say this last thing, okay? This is kind of off topic, but I wrote it in my notes and I feel like it's important. So I'm going to read what I wrote. Talking to a medium is essentially a familiar spirit that watches you. It feeds the medium information because at birth, just like you are assigned a calling by the Lord, you are assigned demons that want to get you that the the defense. Remember the defense reference? You are assigned a defensive back, a 300 pound defensive back, maybe four or five of them, maybe even more that are supposed to make sure that you don't get to that. You don't catch that ball and that you don't get to that touchdown to that end zone. They are there to kill, steal, and destroy. So we have to be careful of letting these things in our life because God has good for us. The Bible says the the promises of God are yes and amen. Basically, like, he wants to say yes to you. He wants to say it is so. Amen means it is so. God wants to bless you. Okay? But if you're allowing these these big defenses to knock you over willingly you're not even trying then fine but see the thing about god is that god has your own his own defense around you god has angels concerning you there's a there's a verse i think it's psalm 91 that says that he will command his angels concerning you there's multiple angels that are assigned to you for your entire life and at the end just like when we're going to be judged at the throne of god those angels are going to be judged by god to see did they do what they were supposed to do and if they don't they are going to be banished away to hell as well this is crazy i know it is crazy but don't doesn't it make you feel good that you have angels? Not not you know the people like well my whatever is God, I'm not gonna get into that. But no, there are angels that are assigned that God created just to make sure that you get to where you need to be. That's your that's your defense. That's the people on your team protecting you from the other team's defense. That is incredible. So I just wanted to 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 continue to remind you that the devil, your adversary, is is out. He's real, and he's trying to get you, uh, trying to get you offended by what people do. He's trying to get you uh, to be unforgiving of what people have done to you because unforgiveness blocks blessings. I can I will continuously say that. He wants you to be insecure. He wants you to be a victim. He wants you to be mad at God. He wants you to be doing every, wasting your time doing things that you don't need to be doing with fake friends and with people that don't care about you. Bad company corrupts judgment, good judgment. That's in the Bible too. He wants to steal. He wants to kill and he wants to destroy you. And so it is so important that you resist the enemy and he will flee from you. I had a conversation the other day with somebody and they were talking about the, they, the, the Lord allowed them to see an angel. 
that was concerning them. And they said that they were scared (laughs) because this angel was big and bad, like big, like a big, uh, scary in a good way, angel. And she, this person was like, oh, those demons are, they're, they're pipsqueaks. They're pipsqueaks. They can't do anything. Like the people, the, 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 the angels that are protecting me will crush them. And when you know things like that, you have no fear. You have no fear. When people hurt you, you're not, you're not upset. You just, you're like, you know what? God bless them. I forgive them. God's going to do what God's going to do. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. They tried to hurt me. They didn't succeed. It's fine. And you just, you just keep going and you keep running towards that calling, but you got to know what you're here for. I just want to encourage you. You have purpose. You have purpose. You have a calling. Even if you're cleaning toilets, Listen, I cleaned toilets for five years, not knowing how much it was going to change my life and prepare me for me to be right here right now. You know what I did for those five years? Serving my clients, I listened to podcasts. I listened to podcasts religiously for five years. And look at where where that brought me. To (laughs) y'all. God works in mysterious and not so mysterious ways. Okay, I know I said this was going to be a mini episode. (laughs) What are we at? Like 58 minutes? Wow. I am so thankful that y'all are here and you made it this far if you did. I just want everybody to know how important they are and how meaningful our lives are, you know? And it's like folks are just dying left and right, whether it's from this thing that's happening right now or is it from the hands of other people and I just always want people to know that you are loved and that you are important and that your life has meaning and even if you are doing a job that is just kind of like it's a thankless job there is there is a when you know who you are and what you're supposed to be doing you will do everything with the knowledge of how important you are and You will do everything with the grace and you will do everything with your identity, with the right identity, even if it's scrubbing toilets or serving food or working at, I don't know, the pet shop. When you say, okay, well, I'm chosen of God. I'm a royal priesthood. God has a calling for me. You're going to do the best that you can. I remember when I, I worked at, I worked at should I even say it? I worked at a clothing store after not working in retail since 2013. Okay. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> back in retail. This is so embarrassing. I was like really not having a, like a, a, a good time, but I, after like two weeks of being depressed, um, God came through with a really cool, little sprinkle surprise of like, okay, like you're here for a reason. And I was like, fine. (laughs) And I, that sprinkle of a surprise snowballed into a really cool relationship. I got to meet a really cool person and be a blessing in their lives. And now their life is fruitful and they're being a blessing to somebody else. And it just continues to grow. And when I surrendered God had to, God had to really work with me though, y'all. I'm not, I'm just going to be real here. When I surrendered 
to the fact that it doesn't matter if I'm working at a clothing store, putting clothes away. My calling is still my calling. And and God's plan was accomplished. So I just want to encourage you all to not give up and just continue to ask God. But, you know, before you ask God, let's, let's just make sure that you know him as your personal savior. You need to accept salvation. Because if you died tomorrow and you didn't know the Lord as your personal savior, you would be with the enemy who's tried to torture you your whole life. Who wants to spend eternity with somebody that wants to torture them? For those that for those of you that are married and you're like, oh gosh, <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry to make light of this, but it just came to my mind. Some of the y'all that are like have been married for a long time and you're just like, oh, I can't stand you. You know what I mean? But I, I want to spend eternity with somebody who loves me, who created me so that they can love on me and have me do some really cool things for them. So that if you don't know Jesus, this is your opportunity. And all you have to do is say, God, (laughs) hi, I have messed up. I realize that I'm a sinner. I don't know who I am and I don't know my calling. So I need you. I ask for forgiveness and I repent, which means to change your ways, change your thinking. I repent. I need you to help me. I acknowledge that you love me and you sacrificed your son to die on a cross for me so that I could live forever with you. Your son was killed for me. He he died and he rose in three days. And he's with you in heaven where I want to be. So I receive your salvation. I receive your love. And I thank you. And that's it. You are saved. If the world ended tomorrow, if Bill Gates just nuked us all, you will be with Jesus. The, Bi- the Bible says to be absent with the be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord, present with the Lord. And when you understand where you're going, just like when you when you know who you are, you 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 create a lifestyle around that. When you know where you're going, you don't be you're not afraid of death, and fear has no power over you. Fear and death have no power over you when you know where you're going. And watch when you're like when you when fear and death have no power over you. Watch your life change. Watch your life change. I'm so thankful that you're here. I hope you prayed that prayer with me. If you don't already have one, join a local church. Join a local Bible-believing, Jesus-loving church. And watch and, and, and grab some community and be around people that understand. Be around people that know the Lord so that they can help you and grow with you and show you the way. Get some mentors. And don't, and don't let the enemy punk you okay don't let the enemy continue to play defense on you and make sure that you don't catch your calling and get to that finish line get to that end zone make that touchdown okay i appreciate you so much for listening uh if you want to support me on patreon support my art for as little as a dollar a month patreon.com slash audacious adri show be sure to check out my youtube audacious adri show on youtube i have a bible study every sunday at 9 a.m pacific time called bible and tea with adri i put out this podcast every thursday well friday (laughs) every friday i'm so thankful for you all 
Thank you so much. And I, I just pray that you find your calling and that you live your best life with God. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon.